Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Hello again, this is Crew Call here on Motor Racing Network. So glad you joined us going into the garage area, talking to the men and women behind the wrenches. Todd Gordon and Steve Post here, and we are coming off a wild, wild weekend at Auto Club Speedway. Todd, when we look at Auto Club Speedway, new is the phrase that pays, because it seemed like other than maybe the steering, well, the steering wasn't probably even different, uh, the driver's seat maybe was about all that was not new. It was it was something else to be part of. Yeah, definitely a great weekend to show up for practice and qualifying. Uh, was not monotonous or boring. Uh, lots to learn with this new car, and all the teams going through their learning pieces. It was, uh, it was really exciting to see not only the struggles that they had, but watch teams recover from those. We saw several cases throughout the race where you can say, guys, had troubles and recovered mm-hmm. back. Um, you know, great op- uh, great race and, and great option for guys to make recoveries. I got to be honest with you. Um, when we had the practice and qualifying mess that we had on <laughs> Saturday, and then the Xfinity Series race, and that's a, that's a car they've been running for a while, that was not a whole lot prettier. I went into Sunday thinking, ew, what are we going to see? We ended up seeing a really good, compelling race with a lot of things happening over the course of time and a great battle at the end for the win. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Dave Ellen's uh, going to be on with us later today, can talk about it. L- ran up front all day long. Their their program was stellar throughout the uh, the race weekend. But um, definitely saw, and one of the things in, in retrospect, looking back at the weekend, a lot of wind on Saturday and gusty wind. We had like 25 yeah. gusts into 40, 45. And I think that played with a lot of the aerodynamics of these cars, both on the cup side and on the Xfinity side. And, and Sunday con- calmed down wind-wise, and the racing seemed to be really good, but calmed down and got normal. It did get normal. I'm going to ask you about three different aspects uh, where we're at. And it can be Auto Club specific, but we also factor in Daytona and the, and the, and the Coliseum. What's your thoughts on the car three races in, three events into this car? No, I think it's done a phenomenal job. I think in anything, when you bring a new car out, you're going to have challenges. You're going to have things that you didn't anticipate. And that's whether that's the OEMs bringing a new product to the market for, for the consumer or whether it be a race car. I mean, this is this is a whole new – it's not – we didn't just put body panels on the existing <laughs> chassis. This is everything new. And there's been some challenges with it. You know, we've, we've talked about flat tires and getting cars off the racetrack. That's something that we'll all learn on. I think the drivers will learn to control that as well and not, you know, the old, you used to hear the old thing that lock them down, lock them down, lock them down. You need not to do that now. You got to let the tires roll and not blow the tires out and still drive it back to pit road. So um, lots to be excited about. I think the the industry as a whole has done a phenomenal job of getting the right aero package on this new car. And, and, you know, you see them make contact with each other at the clash. You've seen them make contact with the wall and we don't see cut tires. Yeah, you know the composite right. bodies have been a phenomenal piece, and we saw we saw the four car Kevin Harvick wreck in practice and fix it. Yeah, that's something we would have never seen with the old cars. So, um, 
uh, I, I give the car I give the car an A. It's it's still got things to work on, but as a whole, they've done a phenomenal job. What I find fascinating, um, and we're going to learn more at Las Vegas, and we're going to learn more at Phoenix, and we're going to learn more in Atlanta and and, and on Bial. Um Listening to, and I think it was uh, Kyle Busch's team, they had an overheating problem. And I think one of the challenges of this car is we have dealt with overheating problems the same way for how many years, and now it's so different. And and I think um, uh, Ben Bayshore said, we're trying to put all the pieces back together under the hood. You know, I think that's a fascinating part about this is is thrashing on these cars, and they're just there's nothing from last year that really matters in many instances. Yes, uh, the knowledge of last year is gone, <laughs> and it's you know when you had overheating issues, you pull a little tape off the grill. There's no tape on the grill anymore, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so um, you've got to figure out what's causing it and, and alleviate those problems. Uh, I'm sure that they'll have that addressed by the time they get to Vegas this weekend. But even uh, even the 16 college car, uh, you know, Matt Swiderski was on. They had a shifter issue where a, a roll right. pin came out of it. Well, roll pin? We didn't have roll pins in shifting linkages last year. So <laughs> yeah. uh, kudos to those guys for identifying the problem and coming up with a solution on the fly. Yeah, yeah. It's like we, it was something that was never even part of our itinerary uh, yeah. going forward. Uh, the second thing I want to ask you about is the the uh, practice and qualifying format. 15 minutes of practice, right straight into qualifying. I mean, and I know it was messy. There's, there's no denying, and, and we've talked about the wind and everything. The format itself, just what's your, what's your take on it as we move forward? I, I was a little suspect about 15 minutes not being long enough, especially with how long it takes to make changes in this car. Um, but with all the spinouts, that gave them breaks right. to go work. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so the maybe NASCAR anticipated that we'd have red flags during practice, but. Uh, um, you know, it's it's an opportunity to, to figure out where your travels are and work on your car a little mm-hmm. bit. I think it's cool. I think, uh, you know, I, I thought it was a lot more exciting than I, than I anticipated before it started. But um, talking to the crew chiefs and the, and the drivers, you know, some guys are just going to make long runs out of those runs, and some guys will try to split it into two runs. And I think it'll be a different uh, outlook coming to Vegas this weekend because you don't have the tire fall off that you had sure. in California. So um, it'll be cute. It'll be interesting to see. I, I was going to say curious uh, to see what – um, how these things are handled going forward and, and how how uh, involved in action there is in those practices. It is. It's really neat. The final third I want to ask you about, because uh, it's something that, I mean, I saw, we saw a ton of them, pit stops. Oh. Uh, so much different on the pit stops. Just what's your take on the athletes and, and how they are adapting to this car? Uh, we did not have pit stops at the Coliseum. Daytona is kind of unique. The, the, the goal is not to be last off from pit road, but we had... Many, I think, ten or eleven pit stops, and they were all the race off from pit road. What, what did, what would your take on the pit stops? Yeah, it's a, it's a whole new game for them, and and you know the, the game's gotten so fast with a single nut, but mistakes are 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 big penalties at this point. Yeah, and we saw that. You saw, um, you know, it's a, a my old driver. We ha- I had him on uh on late shift. On did Monday, you okay? Yeah, uh, talked about their issues. They I, they must have lost twenty some spots on pit road through the day. And they had a car setup issue that was making it where the right rear tire couldn't get out of the hole. So oh, um, all the things, you know, new cars, new pieces, yeah. new, new, new. And, and they had made some changes in practice. They had checked it at the shop, but they'd made some changes in practice that they didn't know where it would affect the, uh, the pit crew side. So all things that the notebooks were thrown out last year and they're making all new ones now. And, and those are things that people will be aware of going forward. I talked to a couple tire changers in the sport. Um, I talked to Ryan Flores, who's mm-hmm. the front tire changer for for um, Austin Cindric. 
Um, and we all know Ryan Flores. And I actually talked to uh, a friend of mine, Brianna O'Leary. She's in the development program at Ganassi. Mm -hmm. And um, and I shared with her what Ryan said. Ryan was sharing with me the stress that he felt after about seven pit stops on Sunday afternoon. And it struck him that all of the stimuli, all of the this is happening, that's happening, this is happening, it used to happen in about 12 seconds. And now it's happening in 10 seconds. And Ryan said, I'm, I'm trying to get my mind around it. And then talking to Brianna, who's in the development program, she says, I, I, they, they have, she hasn't, she hasn't, she'd been in Xfinity Series cars. She hasn't been on a cup car yet. And she says, wow, that's wild that what we're going to do when that cup thing is two seconds faster, yet we really do the same thing but we're doing it two seconds faster. I think that, to me, that mental game with those athletes that pit at the car, that's going to be fun to watch how they how they react to that. The adaption's going to be big. And, and then the, the guys that have to do, uh, talk to Andy Petrie a little bit about this, but the guys that have to do both Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So they've got to flip back from five nuts to single nut. And and we saw an issue with the 24 where he couldn't get the left front off. And, they, and on TV, there were sparks flying out. Well, you can't, you have to engage this gun stationary. It can't be spinning when you engage it. It's got to engage the nut. And then go. So it's the whole timing, yeah, timing. to them is different, and, and and different between the days. If you're if you're going to pit both days, so there's a lot in pit world that that's you know that's gotten it's it's a big race. It's a big race. The pit road yeah. is a big race of of the day. So uh, a lot for those guys to get through, and and somebody's gonna. The eight car had a phenomenal day. Oh, they were so strong. They were Weren't really they good consistently at, every yes, time. Yes. You know, I'm down on the pit out. And it's like, he's gone. I mean, there were sometimes it was a race off from pit road. Most of the time it wasn't a race off from pit road. It was who's going to be second behind him. Yeah. So some some guys are going to get it, and the rest of them are going to have some work to do to catch up. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Well, I'll tell you what. It is a great to, to break that all down. I always appreciate getting your insight as we move forward to Las Vegas and, and to Phoenix and onward. Um, as you'd mentioned, Dave Ellens from up at Petty GMS Racing, that famous number 43 car. They had a third-place run, and he joins us here on Crew Call in just a moment. This season, Toyota Racing is looking for jugglers. Uh-huh. Not the ones who toss balls or rings. Uh-huh. Fans that can juggle the rigors of a 10-month-long season across many different racing circuits. Well, what if I added knives? What if you added GR Cup, Formula Drift, and off-road racing? If you can juggle it all, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. Formula Drift is a registered trademark of Formula Drift's holdings, LLC. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Crew call rolling along. Todd Gordon and Steve Post here from the Motor Racing Network and joining us after a strong, strong outing at the Auto Club Speedway. Crew chief for Petty GMS Motorsports, Dave Ellens, joins us on the Zoom call. Hello, Dave. Welcome into Crew Call. Hey, thanks for having me on. How are you guys doing this morning? We're doing well. Dave, the sport is a lot about momentum, a lot about energy, getting a good start. Uh, I would dare say with the Coliseum and the run at Auto Club, you've got to feel pretty good about the way things have been for you guys in that 43 car. 
yeah, we, we've been very happy with uh, the results we've been producing. Uh, the run at Daytona was uh, very good until we got caught up in that late accident. So um, feel good about the direction we're, we're moving in and just trying to keep up the hard work to keep keep the speed that we have in the car right now and uh, uh, just keep the momentum rolling. You, you talked about it, and I, I, I made notes of it, but excellent speed, all three events. I felt like uh, top five finish at the Coliseum, a third-place finish this weekend, and you were a contender until you got caught up at Daytona. What's been the key with this new car to creating speed for you? I mean, I think, you know, like like I've said a few times this week, everybody everybody has the same components um, that they got to dig from on, on these cars. Um, there's no... There's no advantage by making better parts, better pieces, spending more money at it. Um, you have the same options as everybody else. So you can you can choose to place the components and pieces wherever you want. You can choose to place the body um, in the same same points that the other guys can. So it makes it makes it a lot more even for um, all the teams out there. And I think uh, that's been that's been the reason that we've been as competitive as as we are right now. Obviously, Eric Jones is a, a really good talent. Um, and he's, he's very hungry right now. So that's helping us. Um, but I think the next gen car and, you know, it's just equalized things up a lot for us. So. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your shop is Statesville, right at the airport there. Yep. And, yeah. and you keep an RCR Alliance. How, how much support do you get being off campus or are you kind of on your own just getting data? Yeah. I mean, it, it's been, that's been a growing relationship. You know, obviously when I, when I started, we were uh, petties up there on campus uh, uh, at RCR, and it was a little bit easier and different of a relationship with them. Um, you're you're right down the street, so you can roll into their shop and do whatever you need. Um, the hour drive to Statesville has kind of hampered that. Um, you know, just getting over there to Hawkeye cars, and Dino cars, it just adds time to what we have going on. So it's a little more difficult now, but we get you know we get starting builds for cars. You know, we get um, their information on, you know, kind of where they're at presently. And that, that's that been a big help to us. You know, Tyler and uh, Austin up there are running really well as as well right now. So that, that gives us a little bit of a benchmark to see and know that we're going in the right direction. So that that's definitely been good for us. I think, uh, you know, you look at everybody within that RCR contingent, uh, all six of you have, have been exceptionally good at as you as you mentioned here, and I, I wondered about that um, when you when you signed on to 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 this job at the forty three car, uh, it was Petty Motorsports, right? And and then yeah. you've been through a transition of off of that campus back to Statesville and uh, and Petty GMS Motorsports. Um, how's that transition gone and the relationship building going? Uh, I mean that that's been uh, an extremely tough transition. Um, it's just a lot of work, a lot of moving parts from it. You know. With the shops being an hour away, there's a lot of employees that, you know, just can't, you can't make a drive that far. So that changes your life. So we've had, we've had some turnover and uh, really good people that we had, and it's just been tough all the way around. But um, everybody at GMS, now Petty GMS has been very welcoming. Um, we've been working very hard to get people together. And I feel like we've turned the corner and are kind of unified as Petty GMS and, you know, ready to move forward with the season now. You're working up there under the direction of one of the all-time great characters in the sport, uh, Mike Beam. Um, you know, not not character as far as like a DW 
you know, flamboyant out there, but just one of the guys in the trenches that's been there, done it all, has a funny story with it. What's it been like to be uh, to be working with with team president up there, Mike Beam, and and and, and getting to work along side by side with him? Yeah, I mean, Mike's. I, I didn't really know Mike before this merger, so it's been uh, very uh, fun to get to know him. He's he's definitely very passionate about the sport and wants to see us succeed. Um, he, he's been very very good to work with because he, I mean, he gives you everything you need um, or de desire to try to try to run good with. And uh, he's kind of, you know, hands off and lets you do what you're going to do with it. And, you know, steer you if you get out of the, out of the lane, he's kind of wanting you in, but he, he's given all the resources and definitely, definitely all the stories to go with, you know, back when he was doing it, I think in 81, he was with the 42 car with Petty's. So oh, I've heard right. I've, that story just a handful of times so far. <laughs> and, and you never have to doubt where you stand with him. He's pretty, pretty clear to you, right? No. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's for sure. He, he's going to let you know how he feels. Yeah. I got to work with him for a couple of years. That was pretty cool. Um, you know, why do you think we saw so many cars in practice and qualifying having issues? Um, what's your take on that? What, what, what are we, what are we fighting? What are, from a crew chief standpoint, what's this new car challenge that, that everybody's struggling with at this point? Well, I think, you know, there's definitely, you know, a group of cars in any change like this, there's going to be a group that hits it right away and a group that doesn't, you know, I think some of, some of those cars, obviously, you know, their groups just didn't hit it and they're, they're not handling correctly. Um, whether it be too hard on the stops or bottom out and blocks or just the wind that we had in that. And they were just that far on edge. You know, I think that's part of it. You know, and I think another part of it is driver's ex expectations. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of guys out there that just give it more throttle and go put that lap down and be heroes. Um, doesn't seem like that's as easy to do with this car. You know, that extra little bit is what gets you in trouble, you know, and thinking years past that extra little bit is what, you know, really made some of the guys extremely good because they could do that consistently uh, run after run lap after lap. And, you know, that, that limit, that line is much smaller than it has ever been. So I think, guys that are a little more reserved and protective of uh, what they have going on and not necessarily making speed by being over the limit all the time um, are perhaps going to excel with this car. You've been around Dave, so many great racers, especially your time over at junior motorsports. You have the win list itself is impressive, let alone the racers. Uh, Noah Gregson, five wins, William Byron, four wins, Tyler Reddick and Kevin Harvick, two apiece, Dale Earnhardt Jr. And Chase Elliott, I lay that all out. You've been around a lot of racers. Your driver now, Eric Jones. Uh, how does he? How, how good is Eric Jones? Uh, Eric Jones is uh, extremely good. Obviously, that list that you have right there is um, extremely good race car drivers, and I, I would put them towards the top of that list. You know, I think personality-wise, you know, maybe he's to the quiet side of that list, but uh, talent-wise and ability and an understanding of what's going on um, throughout the races. He, he's to the top side of that list. And I've been very excited to see that in the first couple races that I've worked with him. Really cool. Really cool. And, and it's been exceptional what, what the, what you guys have been able to put together this West coast swing with a new car. It's a challenge. Um, what are your plans and, and how does, how does the inventory kind of shuffle for you? Uh, obviously you're out in the West coast still on, on between uh, California and Vegas uh, through, through Phoenix. How does this all work out for you? Um, so it's very challenging to begin. Uh, it's hard, it's hard with the parts inventory right now. 
um, it's really hard to make plans because you're, you're having to take one thing off another thing to, to keep going. And you kind of got to run the race and see what you damage before you can make a plan for next week. So uh, we're currently going to run the same car that we ran at Fontana at Vegas this weekend. So we've spent the last two days uh, redoing the body, trying to fix it all up. Um, the service on the actual suspension components um, is, is not is not labor labor intensive right now. So um, that didn't really hold us back that much. And we feel pretty good about where we got the car back to. Um, and we'll run it at Vegas. And then uh, I think between Vegas and uh, Phoenix, we'll go home and try to pile up whatever we have left and uh, put it to the Phoenix car. Because, you know, right now we're <laughs> we have three cars and uh, not enough splitters or right side rocker boxes to go on all of them. So it's just kind of wait and see. And uh, we'll assemble all the pieces when we get them. So unfortunately, that's that's what we're in right now. You know, it, it'll get a lot better uh, once we get some more production done. And I think this car will provide a lot of opportunity for our group, uh, other groups like ours to, you know, compete with the bigger organizations and uh, be able be able to get a competitive car um, a little bit easier than what we would have had had to do in the past. Need Eric and Ty to take care of those things. That's what you need uh, while getting the most out of them. That's for sure. Dave, I, I, I kind of want to uh, play off from that, um, what, you, what you just had indicated. You have had a great career, seven years at Junior Motorsports. You're in the Junior Hendrick family. That is one of the big teams. The decision to, A, jump now into the Cup Series and to jump in with a, an upstart, a smaller team, can you kind of walk us through the process that you went to to, to make this decision to to, to join the uh, Petty GMS Motorsports team? Yeah, I mean, uh, I had kind of been waiting for the next-gen car to come around. Um, you know, it was seven years since I was out of the Cup Series. So in, in, in that time, the rules had changed quite a bit. So I, I was pretty far away from um, – knowing what they had and knowing how to be competitive with it. So in my mind, I wanted to wait until the next gen car came. Um, obviously working with Noah for those three years, I feel uh, really good about what we were able to accomplish and where, where he was able to get to. So um, just kind of waiting that out, waiting the new car out. Um, and then the opportunity to work with Eric Jones. Um, you know, he's, he's at the front side of his career. He already has his three or four years of learning in. Um, that it takes a lot of drivers just to get a full understanding of. He's he's already done that. He's already been around. He's been in fast cars um, with really talented people. So you know, having an option to work with him, I I think is is one of the biggest things. And then the the arrival of the next gen car for me to put everybody back on an even playing field. Yeah, definitely. I uh, I got a, a similar experience to you. I got a I got a kid that out of Gibbs that had had his three or four years of learning and. Uh, you know, nobody really thought he was that good, and he turned out to be pretty darn that good. That Logano boy, that Logano boy turned out pretty good after a few years. That's yeah, for sure. It worked yeah. out great. So, uh, a great opportunity, Absolutely. great opportunity for you there. Um, background: Michigan guy went to Clemson. Yeah, yeah. Two, two Clemson guys here. How about that? When did you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Todd's a Clemson guy too. From uh, the, the, this is. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Todd's Todd's from nearby down there in New York State, just like you're nearby to Clemson in Michigan. Um, yeah, well, it, it's a lot warmer and nicer down there. Than yes, it is. Up north, so. <laughs> it was always nice to say you're from someplace up there. Not, from someplace not, not up there, there, not right? still there. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. uh, yeah, graduated Clemson. Uh, what year did you graduate? 2003. Okay. okay. When were you? 
Uh, I was way before that, 93. So I got 93. Oh, you got That's why years. I'm retired. He's he's coming into it. So, um, man, I, I really cool place to be from. But uh, I, I've been just thoroughly impressed with what you've been able to do with that program. I, I know a couple of guys over there. I talked to your car chief before uh, before the race, and he felt pretty positive about about where you were actually before practice. And uh, and uh, I'm really impressed with with what you guys have been able to do. Um, thoughts on going to going to Vegas? What do you what are you seeing out this weekend? Um, well, you know, I think it's going to be a little bit different. Obviously, Fontana has a lot, lot different loading than what we do at Vegas. Mm-hmm. So, just some of the things we're doing for attitudes to uh, keep the platform right for Arrow at Fontana are going to be a lot different at Vegas. So, um, we'll have to see, you know, if we've made the right decisions on that. It's all, it's all new to us. So, you know, Fontana, we felt like we we're holding the attitude correctly for the right balance, and Vegas is going to take a a different set of parameters to do. You know, I think we have a little more confidence in the the tires that we're going to have and the, the life that we're going to get out of them. That was a major concern going into Fontana. And, you know, I felt for the most part, other than one failure in the race, we, uh, we, we were good through that. So I think we have a better understanding of where we need to be on that. And it's just a matter of, you know, if the, the attitude control is, is what we need for Vegas. So we'll just, we'll just have to see how it all turns out. One of the things I asked Todd about in our opening segment was the practice qualifying format. Um, you know, Todd had indicated he didn't think 15 minutes was long enough, but they kept wrecking, so you guys had a lot of time with it. What was what was your take on your first run through this new 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 era of practice and qualifying, Dave? Um, I like that they were wrecking and causing cautions because that gave us an opportunity to make changes. So. Um, you know, without without that break in the practice, I think we ended up making two changes that really helped our race car in that practice session, and we wouldn't we wouldn't have been able to make the changes with that extra without the extra time. So, um, I I like the idea of where they're trying to go. Um, Fifteen minutes is it's quick, it's, especially at Fontana to get you know off off the racetrack on road. You're talking you know two or three minutes just to do that. So. Um, I wish it was like 25 minutes, maybe, which I believe this weekend we've extended to 35 minutes with all the cars. So um, I, I think that's going to work out well. I, I like the idea of limited practice um, and then going straight into qualifying. Um, I, I think that'll be good. It'll be good for people that come prepared. And I feel like our team is is going to be prepared when we show up to the racetrack. Dave, do you ever sit back and think, uh, I, I was watching that race unfold on uh, Sunday afternoon and I'm th- and, and, and actually watching the Coliseum race, and I'm thinking, the number 43 car is going to win a race here. Yeah. You're gonna, you know, do, do, you, do you historically think about that you have your hands on the King's car on that number 43 car? Yeah, I, um, I, I kind of realized that after the race at uh, Fontana, you know, the amount of people that, we're excited to see that 43 running good. And, you know, I, I hadn't really thought much about that uh, until after the race at Fontana. So it's pretty neat. It, it's a lot of, a lot of fun to have Dale Inman at the racetrack. Yeah. Uh, he's telling us stories nonstop and they're, they're super excited about uh, the performance that we've had so far. So it, it, it is really special to have that 43 number number and the 43 supporters uh, behind you. And uh, it, it would be nice to see that car back in victory lane. I, it certainly would. My final question for you, and this goes totally off track. Okay. My understanding is that your family 
are loggers from up in Michigan. Your family runs a logging business, and that's why you decided to go racing. You didn't want to work that hard. Is that all accurate? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> okay. There we go. You didn't want to work hard. Okay. Now, I understand that every summer there is a log rolling competition on Lake Norman. Is it, and, yeah. and, and my understanding is, are you the champion of that? Uh, it's a few years ago. I'm getting a little older, but yeah, I have a handful of championships on that competition. <laughs> like how big is this? Is, uh, you know, I mean, is this, uh, is this a bunch of guys standing around drinking beer? Is it, uh, do you guys take it too seriously? How does that work? Uh, you know, it's, it, it's, you know, a hundred people or so. And, uh, there, there is some beer that is drank, you know, <laughs> the first rounds are normally better than the end, but you know, it, it's a good time. Uh, it's just, just a way to blow off some steam in the middle of the summer stretch. Log rolling champion on Lake Norman. Multi-time, too. Multi-time. That's pretty cool. Dude, I've seen that stuff like I've seen when they do the, the, the different competitions, like when ESPN has those sports, and it's like, man, that's just like, uh, that's fun stuff. Yes, that's good. Definitely yeah. is. Good stuff. Dave, uh, congratulations on the solid start to the season. We appreciate you joining us here uh, on Crew Call. Great to catch up with you. Uh, thank you for having me on. There we go. Dave Ellens from Up at Petty GMS Motorsports joining us here on Crew Call. Stay with us more in just a moment. This NASCAR season, Toyota Racing isn't looking for just anyone to join the team. No, we're looking for bankers, the ones who are open on Sundays. So if you live for the gravity-defying 31-degree banks like this one on Turn 4 in Daytona, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome back. It is Crew Call. Todd Gordon and Steve Post here in the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina. Todd, um, really fun talking to a guy like Dave Ellens. Um, just so much depth, so much wisdom, and really fun to see the excitement on that team and how that how that program seems to be off to a really good start. Yeah, totally. And, and, and looking at, you know, he talked about the transition to coming to Cup, wanting to wait for the next-gen car. Just just really smart. Um, you know, got him a clean piece of a slate of paper and uh, – got to work forward, they've had tremendous speed. I really thought they were the best car at, at, at Auto Club. Um, they could run the pace that they did without having to run up on the wall, which a lot of guys had to, which um, a third-place finish was not – I think wins are coming for those guys. Yeah. I thought about this. I've had a um, – I, I, I saw the tweet that Mark Martin had, you know, about this car separating the, the real the, – the guys that really want to manhandle and race a car. And, and I know we're very, very early, so we can't proclaim this to be the case. But when I look at Eric Jones, you know, he kind of hit a little bit of a, a, an end of the road, if you will, at Joe Gibbs Racing. This is the guy that went to the Snowball Derby and wore out Kyle Busch. Yeah. I mean, he's a pretty good racer. 
And so I'm just like curious. I'm really going to watch them and see how they do because if this car indeed does separate maybe some of the drivers a little bit, here's to see if a guy like Eric Jones, it might play into his hand too because they're on the edge when they're wheeling these cars. Or they were at Auto Club, they were on the edge as well. Yeah, definitely were. Definitely were. And, um, you know, he's, as Dave talked about, he's at the start of where he can be. He's gotten through that learning process of Cup and, um, I, I think there's it's going to be fun to watch these guys and see how their their relationship can, matures. You know that's that's a lot of what that success can be built off of too is belief in each other. And, right. and it sounds like Dave's got it, and uh, it'd be fun to watch what they do. Couple of Michigan guys, that's for sure. All right, so let's take a look now. We move uh, and, and Dave talked a little bit about it. We move from the uh, no grip um, sweeping two miles at Fontana to the better grip. Uh, a little bit more banking of Las Vegas. What what are you going to be keeping an eye on this weekend? Yeah, I think uh, I think the the difference between the two. We talk about two rough racetracks. Um, you know, California's yeah. got a lot of fall off in the tires, but California's roughness is really more backstretch than it is through the corners. There's there's roughness in the corners, yeah. but there's a lot of roughness in the backstretch yeah. into turn three, especially. Um, Vegas is really rough through the corners. It's, it? it's dealing with dealing with that amount of, of input through the cars and, and trying to keep, as Dave talked about, trying to keep that aero platform where they want to have it and, and maintaining that. Uh, it's going to be a challenge for these guys. And it'll be interesting to see how the practice and qualifying session goes and, and where guys have to make changes because it's, it's huge amplitudes. The bumps are big. Uh, really? So, yeah. so it's just you, yeah, it it's, upsets it's, the car. It's in places where you don't want your car upset. I mean, middle down the straightaway is one thing. Middle of the corner is a whole different thing. So, um, I look to see how the guys get through there. A higher grip place doesn't have as much fall off, and you can run the bottom. You can run a lane up. Um, we used to split those up because of the bumps. You could kind of run one and two a, a lane higher and avoid some of the bumps and only go through one with two wheels. Mm-hmm. You may see the guys commit to doing that. Uh, so it'll be it'll be interesting to watch what happens in practice. Lots of good stuff. That is for sure. That is for sure. Our friends at Performance Racing Network have coverage of the Xfinity Series and the Cup Series out there at Las Vegas. We are in Las Vegas. Part of our crew is out there. Motor Racing Network Friday night at 8.30. It's the Victoria's Voice Foundation 200 for the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. And can't wait to get those trucks back on the racetrack on Friday night. So great hanging out, Todd, as always. And it was great hanging out at Auto Club. We had a lot of fun out there. Great uh, having you as part of our MRN crew. And uh, had a good time out there in California. And always always good to catch up. Yeah, yeah. Tons to learn and tons that I did learn. And look forward to implementing forward when I do get back to the racetrack in Kansas. So uh, these things are awesome. Dave Allen's awesome, uh, yeah. awesome interview and, and awesome start to the season. So looking forward to what they can do. He's Todd Gordon. I'm Steve Post. We appreciate Dave Ellens again joining us here on the program. More important, though, than all of that, thank you for following along and listening or watching. uh, Listening or watching. How about that? New words, new English. (laughs) Listening or watching, however you choose to do it, crew call.